Hello, welcome to Valley Guides Podcast. Today is Monday, Labor Day, and it happens to also be my 23rd anniversary. So uh, I do still want to stick to the everyday idea, but I'll make this one a little faster. I do have an idea I'd like to talk today, and it's kind of piques my interest with the anniversary, because the anniversary starts with a question, right? The first question is, will you marry me? It's a good question to look at. It's the right question to ask. And what I want to talk about today is the right question. Is the question correct is typically what we look at. And I'm talking about business now. Sorry, I'm switching from marriage to business. But is did I get the right answer? Is the question correct? We want the reward. But that might not be what we should be asking. Did you ask the right question? Not did you get the right answer? So you find the right answer, but do you have the right question? Let me tell you a story about a doorbell to help set the tone here. Our house was built in 1926, and the wiring can be a bit shady at times. It's that knob and tube thing, and looks crazy, and how the house hasn't burned down by now, no idea. But I knew enough uh, to know a doorbell's low voltage, so I was no real worries, but I wanted to be sure, and I wanted to disconnect this doorbell, so I called a contractor friend, and he explained that it's probably best to cut the wires at the transformer. And then, all right. So off I went in search of a transformer. I discovered it in an open ceiling of our washroom. Now, our house is old, like I said, and the ceiling wasn't enclosed, thank God. So I could track everything and see where it went. So I noticed that the wires looked ancient but the, from the doorbell, but the wires I'm looking out look brand new. So something's not right. So we had some kitchen remodeling done, or I should say a better description was... It was done to us, not for us, but that's a different subject. So I thought maybe they had spliced them in some new wires, and with some help of pulling and tugging, I found the right wire in the washroom, and it wasn't old. It was still brand new looking. So I traced it through the washroom ceiling as it was spaghetti works of old wires and a mess, and I found out I was asking the wrong question. I wasn't trying to disconnect a doorbell. What I was trying to disconnect was the alarm system that we had had disconnected. So years ago, we had had, you know, those deals where, I don't know, you pay like a hundred bucks to install a bunch of crap and you'd pay every month to have somebody monitor it. And we had turned it off long ago. And that's what my wife wanted disconnected. She just thought it was a doorbell. I thought it was a doorbell. We had the wrong question. The right question was, can you disconnect the alarm system? So let's rearrange that. It's not about being correct. It's about asking the right questions. Peter Drucker, told us, Peter Drucker told us this, and it's a beautiful thing. You should probably get it tattooed on my arm, but there is nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. To paraphrase, I'd say there's nothing so useless as answering correctly a question that doesn't solve the problem. We do a lot of this. Let me give you an example from adoption. It's a little bit more heartfelt, but we've adopted several kids from foster care. You know, we delayed for the first couple of years because we weren't asking the, the right question. We kept asking the wrong question. It wasn't worded exactly like this, but basically we were asking why. When we changed the question to why not, we started adopting kids. We didn't ask things like, is four enough? We said, do we have room for one more? As Victor Frankl said in his book, Search for Meaning, don't ask why me, ask why not me. The right question changes everything. Here's an example from teaching my kids to drive, much light, more lighthearted. What to do at a yellow light? 
the kids just thought, well, can I make it? I changed the question to, can I safely stop? I'm a lot calmer now at traffic lights. Right question matters. There's a book on my shelf here that I want to talk about. I'm going to reread it and talk more about it in the days to come, but it's Edward de Bono's Thinking Course. I would highly recommend it. He teaches you how to think. I'm going to reread it, like I said, but one of the things I remember from the book is he expands on Ben Franklin's pro and con template. You know the one, you draw a line down the page, label each top of the column, one pro, one con, one con, so for and against, good or bad. Stabono teaches to add a third column, add a column called interesting. Just put a question mark up there. The early filtering enforced by simply using pro and con eliminates so many good ideas the interesting column allows. You don't have to decide up front is it good or bad. Just throw it in the interesting column. I recommend using this column to find better questions. What's interesting about your problem, not what's just good or bad. So that's interesting, tell me more. If you can't think of what to ask, just say, that's interesting, tell me more. And with that, I'll close for today. Thanks very much. This is Valley Guides Podcast. My name is Greg. Have a great weekend.